It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Oh, I am back after a long hiatus, a trip to Utah, some illness yesterday, but I'm ready to go. Welcome to the show, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio, first time in, I don't know, 11 days, 12 days? It's been a while, Scooter. It's been too long. Did you have a good Christmas? I did have a good Christmas. That's I, good. I I missed you the last week. How about how about you? How was your Christmas? I had a great Christmas. I don't, I don't miss people. I don't I didn't miss you. <laughs> I don't miss I don't miss anybody. Now my wife uh is in well she was in Qatar about 2 hours ago. Uh and uh, about an hour ago and she just got on the plane to head to Kochi, India. So, I I will miss her. That's She's going to be gone for 10 12 days. But other than that, you know, I don't miss people. Um, I, th- I thought about you once. That was when your teams <laughs> went seven, eight, and one last week, two weeks ago. We didn't have, we didn't pick this week, this past week. Um, but the six pack was five and one. So I just keep winning and winning and winning. Well, lo and behold, John, I made my own picks this week, even though we didn't do a Spear show. Fourteen and <laughs> yeah, two. I'm sure you wouldn't I'm believe sure. it. You're right. Fourteen and you're two. right about that. I don't believe it. It Actually, is Wednesday. I think it may have been fourteen one and one. December twenty seventh. <laughs> oh, even better. Shocker. Scooter was hot when we didn't pick. I'm stunned. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open. 502-384-1450. That's the number. Three eight four fourteen fifty. This is the last day. Before tomorrow's caller of the year is announced. Oh, boy. It's a landslide. It is. It's not even close. Defending champ Buzz Frank texted me yesterday, said he was wearing his shirt, his uh, caller of the year shirt for the last time this this year because he knew he wasn't going to win. Wait, did did Buzz win it last year? I thought David won it last year, too. I thought he was going for two straight. No, Buzz won last year. I don't know about that. I think. I don't know. I think this would be David's second straight year. Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. If you're looking for an icy cold thirst quencher, I went. Not me. No? Head to Thornton's, where all uh, 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents. I went in there, got mine, walked up to the counter, gave him a buck, walked out. That's It's that simple. So I got 32 ounces of my favorite beverage. Today it is Pepsi. I did go in there for a breakfast burrito this morning, but after the holidays, you know, I've just got to cut out on the sodas a little bit. Oh, is this uh gain some weight. Is this a New Year's resolution? Uh, unofficially. Unofficially? Yeah. Uh, mine's the same every year. What is it? I'm not going to change anything. I'm perfect. <laughs> and I and I so far so far I've I've been able to maintain that. That is the uh, Thorns text line. Visit Thorns today for your uh, 32 ounce or smaller. I don't know why you go smaller. Fountain drink, 89 cents. And hit me up on the Thorns text line, 502 1450. It is a two show week. No show Friday. Uh, they, might, they might be a little less than my paycheck. Ooh. Well, I got to head to High Point, North Carolina Friday for the Bellarmine High Point game, which is on Saturday. And the bus leaves. I think it was before noon. The bus leaves uh, seven and a half hours each way on a nice bus, to be fair. Very nice bus. Uh, I'll have my pillow because as soon as the game's over Saturday night, we're coming right home. Get home about 5 a.m. on New Year's Eve. 
You know, we always build around your schedule for Bellarmine here at the Big X. And you should. When does Bellarmine start going with their travel schedule around your schedule here? <laughs> They're not going to. It's unbelievable. Uh, next week, let's see, Monday's the holiday. But next week, I'll be here every day after that. That'll be a change. Because uh, Bellarmine has a home game Thursday and a home game Saturday. So I'll be in town and ready to go. Um, it's hard to get back in the swing here. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's been a long time. I forgot how to do this. Louisville football tonight. Uh, the Cards and, and uh, Southern Cal, 8 o'clock on Fox, the Holiday Bowl. UofL's a six-and-a-half-point favorite as we speak. Over like, under 59. I like UofL here. I kind of do, too. Here's what the fun thing about the Bulls is Florida State's not going to have anybody to play Georgia. They lost their backup quarterback. He got in the portal, I don't know, what, a week before the game? Oh, my gosh. So Florida State, who is a huge underdog to Georgia anyway, even bigger now, I would think, and they want to prove they belong. It's hard to do when everybody leaves school. It's hard to do. The fun part is this is a terrible time for Portal. It's a terrible time. I agree. Yeah. They should wait till January. Sure. Wait till the bowls are over. Yep. But then you can't be enrolled for the spring. That's that's well, why the timing is what Change it is. that rule then. Yeah. Change that rule. You know, it's just, it's crazy. Um Georgia or Florida's running back is is heading to Georgia. Did you see that? Trevor ATN? I did, yeah. He's going to Georgia. All of these teams, a bunch of these teams, just don't have quarterbacks. And, you know, the spread reflects that. Tulane today, 2 o'clock ESPN plays Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech is 6-6. Six and six. Tulane is 11-2. And, and Virginia Tech's an 11-point favorite in that game. Do you know why? Because Power 5 schools have raided Tulane, who was 11-1 in the regular season, lost their – their postseason uh, championship game. Mm-hmm. That car throwing you off? Yeah, it might be mine. <laughs> I've got my. No, I've got stopped. I've got my wife's space car. I call it a space car because it's got the fob. You don't need a key. Okay. I don't like it. I'm a grumpy old man. <laughs> I get that. I don't like it. Is, do you like it better than the bug? Yes, it's much better than the bug. Come on. <laughs> But at least with the bug, I had a key. I also had to roll down the windows. You remember what that was like in oh, the yeah. day? Oh, yeah. A lot, of people, a, lot of, a lot of people your age don't even know what that means. But I got this fob, and if if I leave the fob in the car and lock the car, I can't, can't, get, in. I can't get in. Yeah. Impossible. So I don't like that. Um, it's a push button. So I don't, you know, I don't. Don't get me started. <laughs> anyway, Virginia Tech's an 11-point favorite over Tulane. And if Tulane had kept their players, they would be a 10-point favorite over Virginia Tech. It's unbelievable. Well, the spread for that game opened much lower than it actually is Seven and a half it opened, and now it's 11. Mm -hmm. Uh, Over under 43 and a half on that one. Might as well finish it off. That's the military bowl. Duke's Mayo Bowl, North Carolina and West Virginia, both teams 8 and 4. That's at 530. West Virginia is a six-point favorite. Neil Brown was going to lose his job at midseason. Now they're in a bowl game. He's been – told that he's going to stay, and they're six-point favorites over North Carolina. Who Drake And Drake May, of course, not going to play. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then 9 o'clock, the Texas Bowl, Texas A&M, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's three and a half over the team formerly coached by Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> I love bowl games. I love this time of year. What did you say the over-under for that Louisville game was? 59. Oh, 59. I heard 50. All three games yesterday went over. I now. heard 50, and I was going to slam it. 59 all, makes it a little more sketchy. All three games yesterday went over. Yeah, I was on the Kansas one. Uh 49-36. What's the, what's the theory? Because it was 67? It was six, I bet it at 66 and a half, yeah. They can't make it high enough. Nope. 49-36. Kansas wins over UNLV. Uh, Minnesota beat Bowling Green 30-24. Minnesota's seventh straight bowl win. They were 5-7 and seven <laughs> and got into a bowl game because there weren't enough teams at 6-6. Six and six. Mm-hmm. And then first responder bowl, Texas State beat Rice 45-21. So all three games over yesterday. You know how I love the over. Um, Has James Madison played their bowl yet? Yes, they lost to Air Force. Oh, they lost. Wow. Yeah, yeah they're not any good. Uh, Pistons lost their 27th straight yesterday <laughs> in the NBA. We'll get to that. Um, caller of the year, I talked about that. All right, cards tonight against Southern Cal. I don't know who's going to be the quarterback for USC. I have no idea. Uh, but I do know this. Jack Plummer is going to quarterback Louisville. Jawar Jordan is not playing. Is that correct? Yeah, he's not. Uh, Thrash announced that he's going pro. Is he going to play in this game? Though? I haven't heard anything about Thrash. I think he's going to play. Here's the question. Who wants to be at this game? This is why Louisville's favorite. Okay, when you look at these bowl games, the first question you always have to ask is, who wants to be there? Which team wants to be there? Southern Cal doesn't want to be there. They're 7-5. and five. They're going down to San Diego, which is too close to home. They Caleb Williams obviously not going to play. They, they were a national championship contender before the season started. In fact, four or five games in, they were a national championship contender. Now they're playing in the Holiday Bowl. Louisville, God love them, was 10-3 and three and was in the ACC championship game. They want to win this game. They are going to San Diego to win. Yes, they're going to have fun. Yeah, they visited a bunch of places this week. You know, they're, they're sightseeing and all that stuff. But they want to win this game. And that's why they're six-and-a-half-point favorites. Thrash is not playing, by the way. That hurts me. That hurts a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I like Louisville, too, tonight. And I like Louisville on the on the premise that they care, USC doesn't. I don't well, know if Lincoln Riley's even going to be there next year. Maybe he goes, take, goes back to the NFL, or goes to the NFL, I should say. Well, I'm trying to think of this game logically in terms of that over-under number, and you would like to think that it goes over just because USC's defense is horrible, but when you don't have all the yeah. playmakers out there, that yeah. kind of throws a wrench in things. So here, I don't know what here, I'm going to do. Well, this is a mid-level bowl game. Mm-hmm. All right? If I'd have told you at the beginning of the year Louisville is going to be in a mid-level bowl game, you would have said, great. USC is going to be in a mid-level bowl game. USC would have said, nah, no, no, no. <laughs> Um, we are not going to be in the middle. We're the Trojans, man. We're going to the Big Ten next year. We're the Trojans. USC finished seven and five. They lost five of their last six. Uh, their one victory in those six games, they were fourteen down in the fourth quarter and beat California fifty to forty nine. 
They they don't remember how to win. Mm-mm. Number one. Um, Lincoln Riley said all the right things yesterday. Oh, we got to make the most of it. You can't all that out. Let all that outside stuff take away from the opportunity at hand. Blah 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 blah. They don't care. Twenty. Almost 20 USC players have opted out of the Holiday Bowl, including Caleb Williams, which we uh, mentioned. Miller Moss will make his first start ever, first career start at quarterback. It's a sweet name. Miller Moss. It does sound like a quarterback. Yeah. How do you right? how do you solve this issue of players wanting to opt out and not play in the bowl? It all started with Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette. Is it going to come down to the bowls having to pay the players if they want them in? Oh, I like that, actually. I like that. Because if you're the Holiday Bowl, if you're if you're Fox Television, okay, wouldn't Fox TV say to Caleb Williams, "Hey, how about if we give you half a million dollars to play? I'm in. Quarter of a million dollars to play. We give you two hundred fifty grand playing this game. You got to play the whole game unless you get hurt. God forbid. But we want you to play. That I th- does. I think it's a good solution, Scooter. That does kind of start a snowball effect, though, yeah, where everybody on the team is going to want to expect. And some anybody money. that was not that was going to play is now going to say, "Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to play <laughs> unless you pay me." So yeah, it, it is a slippery slope. Moss has thrown 59 uh, passes in his three seasons with the Trojans, most of those in mop up duty. Um, moss up duty, mop up, moss up, but very good. <laughs> And look, Louisville's defense is good, right? They struggled mm-hmm. against Kentucky. They didn't struggle against Florida State. They just couldn't score. But that's that's a good Louisville defense for most of this season. Take away the Kentucky game, of course, where they gave up thirty-eight. But they only they lost sixteen to six to Florida State. I understand Jordan Travis wasn't there. Florida State struggled as well. But that Louisville defense, if you watch that game, was really really good. But now they got to plug in for Jawar Jordan. The the good thing about that is they got a couple guys that can do that. Maurice Turner, Isaac Grendel, especially should be they should be fine in the backfield. I do worry about Thrash. He had 858 yards receiving this year. Um, I'm glad Plummer's going to play, although Plummer can be bad sometimes, mm-hmm. just like he can be good sometimes. Um, first meeting ever between these two teams. Louisville has never played Southern Cal, and it is only the third time Louisville will play in the state of California. What? Yeah. Both of the previous games ended in things that we don't have anymore. Ties. Ties. (laughs) Long Beach State, 1970, Pasadena Bowl, 24-all. And San Jose State, 1990, 10-10. That was a war. That's just two good defenses. They couldn't beat. I have no idea. Couldn't beat San Jose State or what was the other one? Uh, Long Beach State. That's embarrassing. This was, yeah, but that was 1970. That was probably uh, Bob Weber, Lee Corso. I don't know who it was. Fifty uh, seventh bowl game for um, USC this tonight. They are thirty four and twenty. Um, with Wait, two, two other bowls vacated. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that math doesn't add up. Due to NCAA penalties, they are one and two in the Holiday Bowl, which tells me USC doesn't care about the Holiday Bowl. Louisville is 12-12-1 all-time in bowls uh, in the 12th appearance in the last 14 years. So, look, I'm gonna, I bet it 
Well, I'm going to bet it. I'm heading over to the casino as soon as we get off here. In fact, I'm ready to go right now. Um, I'm going to bet Louisville. I'm going to bet the over. I but this, look, this is this is uh, enjoy it time for Louisville football. Here's the bad thing about this game for Louisville fans: when it's over, you got to watch basketball the rest of the, the next three months. Yeah, <sighs> soak it in tonight. Soak it in. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about the UK U of L game. Uh, by the way, Scooter spread selections coming up in the final second. Woohoo! Yeah, I forgot how to pick. Um, that might be a good thing. True. We'll uh, we'll have that. We'll also. I, I haven't been here in a week and a half, so I have to say, should Kenny Payne have gotten fired? That's clickbait. What's he going to say after the break? That's called a tease. Should Kenny have been fired? Immediately, I would say yesterday. You can't fire him Friday because it's two days before, three days before Christmas. It's very Grinch-like, right? It's very Grinchy. I don't know. Giving him $8 million, that seems and, like a... But they don't play till January 3rd again. Yeah, that does seem very hospitable, doesn't it? Yeah. They don't play... What is that? Uh, almost a million of victory. Yeah. Almost. They don't play again until the 3rd. So you could have done it the day after Christmas, which was yesterday, but they didn't, and they're not going to. Is it too late to fire him? Yes. Is it the wrong move to fire him? I'll tell you why I believe it would have been after the break. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Tony Burke will be back next week. He's in Tampa, Scoots, enjoying the beach. Lucky dog. I know. He uh, called me uh, Christmas night. Told me, uh, wanted to tell me how great the beach was. What a douche. Is that really why he called you? Yeah. Nah, he said he called me to say Merry Christmas. but What an a-hole. I don't know. Uh, Eminem Cards Hotline's open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on this rousing post-Christmas, pre-New Year's conversation. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. Hit me up at that number on the Thornton's text line, 414-1450. All right. Scooter's spread selections coming up in the next segment, 7, 8, and 1 last week. Unsponsored six-pack, I'll give it to you tomorrow, 5 and 1, two weeks ago. Wow. Uh, yeah, pretty good. And I think Tony's going to send me Tony and Big Al, the Fishes, NFL locks. They went 4-1 four, four and one two weeks ago. Oh, again? And they went 4-1 and one this past week, even Jeez. though they, they didn't share. They shared me with me the picks, but I wasn't on the air. They went 4-1 and one again. Lost their last game both times. That sucks. How painful is that? And that's like a $3,000 pot yeah. they would split. It's pretty painful. Um, all right, I just saw this. Before I get to should Kenny stay or should he go, Russell Wilson's getting benched by the Broncos. What? Okay. I don't understand this. Adam Schefter's reporting this, and the other outlets have picked up on it. Russell Wilson has $39 million guaranteed for this season. Scooter's not listening now. He's on the phone. I, I want him to react to this because I don't really understand it. All right, go ahead. He's guaranteed $39 million. Mm -hmm. 
he has an additional $37 million guaranteed if he can't pass a physical by early March. They want him to pass the physical. Okay? Mm-hmm. If he can't pass it, he gets another $37 million. I don't understand why, but he does. They're going to sit him. That assures that that money won't trigger because he will definitely pass the physical. He is the NFL's seventh-rated passer, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions. They are seven and eight. That's why I'm just looking up. They They still have a shot at the playoffs. They have a shot at the playoffs. If they win their last two and Kansas City loses, they're going to win the division. Chargers are out. Vegas has the same record as Denver. How do you sit Russell Wilson in this situation? Normally, so explain this to me. Normally, when we see greed in sports, it's coming from the athlete side. Very rarely is it coming from the team side of things, but that's just, it screams greedy. Jarrett Stidham will get the start at quarterback against the Chargers on Sunday. What a joke. How does Roger Goodell not get involved in this? How's the NFL not say to Denver, you can't do this? Isn't this like an NBA situation? You can't rest your superstars? Exactly. I would think so. They are benching Russell Wilson, and they're making no bones about it here for contract reasons. That's wild. I've seen players hold out. Yeah, I've never seen a team say you're holding out. We want you to hold out because we don't want to. We don't want you to fail this physical. And if you go out against the Chargers or whoever they play next week, and you tear an ACL or you break a foot or you get a concussion. Perhaps when that physical rolls around in March, you won't pass it, and we're going to owe you $37 million if you don't pass the physical. First of all, who puts that in the contract? Good job his agent, I guess. But secondly, is this not messing with the integrity of the game? Oh, yeah, big time. Do I have a caller? You do. Is it caller of the year? Caller of candidate? the year. Candidate. Let's go to the M&M Carnage hotline. David, how are you, brother? Yeah, thanks for taking my call, John. Um, now just for the and, record, uh, David, I want to tell you. Yeah, don't know. I want to well, tell you. Yeah, David, about the David, NFL is David, about how David doesn't want to listen to Day, me, Scooter. <laughs> yeah, have Christmas Day having you know three NFL selections, and yeah, that was, normally doesn't happen, right? Because all the NBA stuff that you know has been out, <laughs> it, it's like, gosh, you know, that's 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 the most. Active, well, you know, professional sports day that I've I've encountered. I'm pretty sure, and you know, I don't know when, but the NFL you know, more active than I thought you could have for Christmas Day, right? The NFL. By the way, David, Buzz made his own caller of the year shirt, so I'm not I'm not giving you a shirt, just so you know. That's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. You know, if Buzz, you happen you to know, win, he, he, he comes up with some good things too. If, I mean, if you he ha- does. if you happen you know, to win you know, <laughs> and you want a shirt, I give him credit. You have to make your own. All right. What happened on Christmas Day is the the this always been the NBA's day for the last fifteen right. years. Yeah, that's what I always knew. Yeah, five right. games starting at noon. I watched a bunch of them. They were great. Uh, in mm-hmm. fact, I hit a five team parlay there, Scooter. Every game went over. No big deal. No big deal. Um, but the NFL said, "Guess what? It's not going to be your day anymore. We are the NFL, and we're going to put three games on Christmas Day." Wow. I just said, I wow. I just said, wow. You know, I couldn't believe they were doing it. Um, 
I kind of, well, I don't really understand it because these players. I just know that where, where I went on Christmas Day, it was an NFL home. Yes. But NBA has a little bit of interest. I, I would have preferred, you know, going into the NBA and, you know, maybe having, having one NFL game that everybody would have, you know. Sure, and it was Monday. Know, contra too late or something like that. It was it was Monday. So it I was would, all NFL where I went. I would have understood. Day. I would have understood a Monday night football game because it was a Monday. Right. I, I mean, same here. Same here. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But to take over yeah. the hours from one to seven was just mean-spirited. Oh, yeah. It was mean-spirited in my opinion. Yeah. It has always been. NBA Sunday. This is the day, NBA Christmas Day. This is the day where the NBA says, okay, here's our product, watch it, and now you're interested for the rest of the season. Because they had great matchups. Lakers, Celtics, traditionally good matchup. The Nuggets were on. You got to watch the Joker. The Knicks are almost always on because they're New York. Uh, the last game of the night was, and for those that was don't, uh, you Phoenix know, and Dallas. And, and, watch and the NBA. It's good for them Luka to just scored sort of, 50. You know, just kind of figure out what's what's happening. You know, Luca scored that's 50 the way I in the last sort of game. That's my NBA later in the year. Is you know you could have those teams that you just mentioned to see who's going to be those maybe the possible contenders at playoff time. I agree, and and it's and yeah, you had, you had Luca score 50 on Christmas night. In the late game, even if, I mean, you know, a lot of people didn't stay up for the 10-30 game. I get that. It's Christmas Day. You're tired. It's been a long day. But Luka scored 50 against Denver. He was great. It was fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Now, the NBA had this in-season tournament to try to garner a little more interest before Christmas Day, but they have always banked on Christmas Day being the, the one day where there was nothing else on and you could get interested in the NBA, and now we're going to ride it all the way through the playoffs. And the NFL tried to take that away from them this year. Bottom line. Yeah. David, I appreciate well, I the call. I was on Christmas Day. It was all NFL for the you know people that gathered. So I'm just now catching up on what just happened, you know, the NBA just getting back to, you know, getting back to vibe. You know, life after you know after holidays and visiting people and that. So, happy holidays, I'm, David. I'm just now catching back up on that. So. Merry, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Thanks for the yeah. call. I appreciate Save it. Save you, John. Now you know he hurt himself there, Scoots. He wouldn't <laughs> listen. He wouldn't be quiet and listen to me. I'm not saying he's not going to win it, but he wouldn't be quiet and listen to me. I'm, I'm moody today. You are. I can confirm. <sighs> All right, Kenny Payne. Why not jump on that one now? Jump on that grenade should he have been fired at some point maybe here's the problem and i go back and forth on this i'm not i'm not going to sit here and tell you you know there aren't days that i think you should be fired and days that i don't think that's that's how it is with me i sometimes i go you gotta get rid of him sometimes i go what's the point i've landed firmly now on there is no point to let him go not this year just wait till the end of the year because you don't have a solid number of possible replacements right now. You've got young coaches that are doing great jobs at smaller universities that are not available right now. You've got other coaches, in fact, doing good jobs at Power 5 schools that might want to want the challenge of Louisville right now. A traditional power a traditional you know top 10 program right mm -hmm. is top 10 fair yeah top 10 program that might want that challenge 
and that are stuck at, let's say, oh, I don't know, Marquette. I'm not saying Shaka Smart would take the job. I'm not. But I'm saying if you're at Marquette and you can take the Louisville job, maybe you do. There's no reason to fire a coach ever in any game, in any sport, unless you know who's coming in next. It's a risky move to do that. Mm -hmm. And if you're Josh Hurd, it's risky. If you know Jay Wright's going to come in and take this job at the end of the year for next year, then you keep Kenny Payne around. You keep him around. There's no point in firing a coach and bringing in an interim coach like Danny Manning, you know, promote Danny. Look what the, the Raiders did this. They fired Josh McDaniel. They bring in an interim coach, and he's been great. Now they're going to have to hire him next year. Do they want to hire him? I don't know. What if Danny Manning or Nolan Smith became the interim coach and Louisville, God forbid, went 12-8 and eight in conference play? Well, or whatever, whatever they can do. Isn't that the advantage to making that move, though? It can it can give guys an extra boost of whatever they need, just seeing a new face at the, in the leadership Yes, spot. but now you're stuck with that coach who you may not actually want, who may actually next year win five games again. Mm -hmm. You're stuck with him. So it's kind of – it's risky to do it in that manner. It's risky to do it because now – You've got a, an entire web of coaches you can choose from. Not necessarily choose from, but you, that you can interview and figure out who wants it and who would be a better fit, who would be the best fit. I don't I don't know that that's necessarily true, though. I mean, you look at Mike Pegues and then David Padgett, and neither of them got the gig. They had, both had interim spots. They did, and I thought they both did a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. But they didn't do a great job. Antonio Pierce with the Raiders has done a great job. Absolutely. Uh, Rich Sandarillo, or whatever his name was, Scangarillo, Scangarillo, did a great job. And now what's happened? The Raiders went and got Josh McDaniel. It didn't work. And everybody in Raider Nation is screaming, why didn't you keep Rich Scangarillo? Are we? Are you sure you're saying the right I, name? I have no idea. That, that was the old Kentucky offensive coordinator, right? I, I don't know. The one that lasted one year. No Everybody idea. hated. The guy, I, you know who I'm talking about, though. <laughs> And if you're following NFL, you know who I'm talking about. Everybody went nuts. Why? Why didn't you keep him? He was great. He got you the playoffs. They almost beat the Bengals the year the Bengals went to the Super Bowl in Cincinnati in the playoffs. And they got rid of him. They let him go. You were an interim coach. You weren't our guy. I don't care. We don't care how great you did. And then Josh McDaniel was a failure, and they got grief for not keeping him. If and if <laughs> look, here's what's going to happen with the Raiders this year. Again, if they don't keep Antonio Pierce now and it doesn't work with whoever comes in next year, they're going to get the same grief. If Kenny Payne had gotten fired after the Kentucky game or before the Kentucky game or before this Virginia game, before the new year, and they promote Nolan Smith and Louisville finishes above 500 in the ACC. You're going to have a faction of the fan base that says you got to keep Nolan Smith. Derek Smith was his dad. He's got ties to the university. He proved he could do it. He proved it with a team that couldn't beat anybody. Lost to Kentucky Wesleyan. Almost lost to Bellarmine two years in a row. And he, he turned them around in ACC play. You got to keep him. Josh Hurd doesn't want to keep him. I don't think he wants to keep anybody on this staff.
You were thinking of Rich Bisaccia, by the Bisaccia. way. Bisaccia. Wrong Italian name. Eh, what are you going to do? Forget about it. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I want some pizza. <laughs> Bisaccia. Same thing. You know, my name used to be Bacigalupi. Excuse me? You don't know that? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I was adopted in high school. I can't tell if you're being serious or not. I am 100% serious. Bacigalupi. Why are you laughing? Scoots is laughing at my at my heritage. You're laughing at my heritage. I've got to hear the backstory to this. Um, it's simple. My mother was married to a guy named Bacigalupi. I was born. He, I never met him. She remarried, and I was adopted between freshman and sophomore year of high school by my father, Big Ralph Spears. So you were John Bacigalupi. Junior. <laughs> John Bacigalupi Jr. <laughs> I'm glad your name's not that anymore. Bacigalupi on sports doesn't have a good ring. So I can say Bisaccia, Bisaccia, whatever, <laughs> because I'm Italian. I'm half Italian. Where How have I never known this? Where was I? Eh, there's no reason for you to have ever known that. <laughs> so my point is, unless you have your guy and he is ready to step in right now, in the middle of the season, it's the worst time to fire a coach for everybody involved here, for the players, for the fans, for the uh, athletic director or the owner of a professional team, unless you have your guy ready. If Jay Wright said, I'll come in right now, then you fire him. But unless you know that's going to be the case, you might as well keep him. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens? Let's go. What happens if Kenny Payne finishes third in the ACC? (laughs) I know. You're laughing at that harder than you laughed at my former last name. It's a better joke. But what happens if they do? There's no shot. I agree. However, what if they do? Here's the thing. They had Texas beat. Right? Mm -hmm. They played Indiana tough. Mm -hmm. They played Kentucky good for, oh, I don't know, 12 minutes? Eight minutes. Yeah, maybe 10. I'll give them 10. What if they win some of these games in the ACC? Who's great in the ACC? Duke's not great. Say just North Carolina. Carolina's pretty darn good. Virginia, I think, is okay. Who's great? Nobody. True. Here come the cards, who, by the way, are playing better. They're playing better than they played last year. They're playing better. One game better. What if they go win at Virginia on the third? They're not going to, right? We all know they're not going to, but what if they do? Oh, I hope they do. I really do. I hope they win 10 games in the ACC. I hope they go 10 and – I think they play 18. I hope they go 10 and 8. That'd be incredible. It'd be great. It'd be great for the fan base. Here's the problem Josh Hurd fan. Josh Hurd has. You're not getting any walk-up sales. You got season tickets sold, which is great, uh, but you lost some season ticket holders from last year, and guess what? You're going to lose some more next year if you don't make a change. Every time – that that arena has 5,000 people in it, you're losing money from parking, concessions, whatever you want to go with. You're losing money. Walk-up sales, everything. All right, I still don't think they should fire him right now. 
Might as you might as well wait till the end of the year. Whether he's five and twenty-five or you know finishes sixteen and fourteen, you might as well wait till the end of the year. All right, it, it's almost time. How long is our break? Four minutes. Four minutes away. Scooter spread selections coming up for this weekend's NFL game. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the Google Meet. Final segment on this Wednesday. Eminem Cartage Hotline's open, 384-1450. Scooter won't be able to answer the phone because he's uh, researching his picks as we speak. You know, it's funny you bring that up. It's because I meant to do that this morning. I was going to look at all the playoff scenarios, teams' records, and, and factor and you my didn't picks do it. that way, and I didn't do it. Thorne's text line's open as well, 502-414-1450. A couple texts into the show. Um, <laughs> Texture says, David may be caller of the year, but he's definitely not listener of the year. <laughs> I have to think, Scooter, that he can't hear me when I'm talking. Sure, he responds to you. I, I, yeah, but I mean, when I think maybe he takes the earpiece away from his ear and talks into his phone. And I'm talking, talking, and then when he's done, he puts the earpiece back up to his to his ear. Ah, uh, maybe so. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I can see that. Because man, I tried in vain. <laughs> it's a valiant effort. Uh, Buzz texted in. Glad you're feeling better. Good show today. Excited for Scooter's picks. Come on. I don't know about that. Get on it, Buzz. Fourteen and two coming right up. Scooter just like last week. Scooter gave me a great stat at the break. I got to give you credit for this one. The Pistons lost their 27th straight yesterday. That's an NBA regular season record, by the way. Brooklyn 118, Detroit 112. Uh, even though Cade Cunningham, remember he, remember him? First oh, yeah. pick of the draft yeah, a couple he's years good. back? He's he had, awesome. He had 41. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got no help. I, see, that's the weird thing about I the Pistons. I looked at the roster. Their it's roster's not fine. not terrible. Bogdanovich, Isaiah Stewart is good. Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey should be good. Mm-hmm. Jalen Duran, who was a big time in the G League. Yeah. They got a good squad. <laughs> Kevin Knox off the bench. He's not very good. No. But uh, they're 2 and 28. They were 2 and 1. <laughs> and Scooter's stat was the Arizona Diamondbacks have won a game more recently than the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> 27 how were they two and one is my question. world series has been over for what a month and a half <laughs> i don't know a year and a half i don't know a long time they're replaying it on mlb this week mlb network that's how long it's been ah how are they two and one is my question right two and 28 all right let's get to it Woo-hoo. scoots seven eight and one two weeks ago i don't have the numbers in front of me but he is probably I don't know, 15 or so under 500? Uh, I think right? it's only like 9 or 10. I think you're wrong. but we'll, I'll add them up. I, I, oh, no, I got it at home. I just didn't bring it in today. Let's start Thursday. Jets at Cleveland on Amazon. The Jets are 6-9. and nine. The Browns 10-5, and five, squarely in the playoff hunt. Probably going to make it in the playoffs. Joe Flacco's been great, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cleveland at home, 7.5 over the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Man, I think the Jets may have found something last week. They they looked pretty good. It was weird, wasn't it? It was weird. But I think Simeon's going to play again this week. 
don't really love that. I'll roll with Cleveland. You know what I'm going to do this week? I'm going to give you a preview of the six-pack tomorrow. I'm going to take against the teams with the six worst records in the league. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to be given a ton of points. I understand that. But they all seem to cover this past week mm-hmm. for the record. All right, a Saturday game, a weird Monday night football game on Saturday. There is, there is no Monday night game this week. Oh. Because the uh, college football semifinals uh, are Monday. Good point. Uh, so no Monday night game. Instead, they're moving it to Saturday. Good one. Detroit at Dallas, 8-15 on ABC, 11-4 Detroit, 10-5 Dallas. Dallas at home, they play great at home. They're six-point favorites. Oh, Detroit's been playing really well despite where they're playing, so I'll take Detroit with six there. That's too many. Sunday early games, there's nine of them, by the way. Tennessee at Houston. The there's Titans, only one Saturday game? Yeah, only one Saturday Boo. game. 8-15. Sorry. You got college hoops. You got uh, bowl games. You'll be all right. A lot of the college hoops this week are on Friday. Um, Yeah, Kentucky plays Fridays. Indiana plays Friday. Indiana, too, yep. Uh, Tennessee at Houston. Houston, 8-7. Uh, and seven. Tennessee's out of the playoff hunt. Houston at home, three and a half. Uh, Tennessee and doesn't. Hill at the end of that yeah, game was so bad. He was, yeah. And Tennessee, they're like you said, they're out of the playoffs. I'll roll with Houston here. All right. Scooter's uh, giving, giving some points here early. Miami at Baltimore. Baltimore, what a solid win in San Francisco Monday night. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Miami's 11-4. and four. They put up a 30 spot this week. Baltimore at home, three and a half. Uh, that's too many. Miami keeps it closer than that. You know, I, I've got good odds on Baltimore midseason to win it all. You did. And San Francisco uh, got to win it all as well. So, I, I, feel like that, I feel like that was a Super Bowl preview. Mm-hmm. It really did. New England at Buffalo. Uh, Bills are going to make the playoffs now. And I don't think anybody's going to want to play them. I really don't. Um, they've struggled all year. They're nine and six. They're twelve at home against Bill Belichick. Oh man, I don't know why, <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna take New England here. By the way, the one game you switched two weeks ago, uh-huh. you hit it. Yeah, hey, just letting you know. Uh, Atlanta, Chicago, and neither one of the Atlanta might make the playoffs because they might win that terrible division. But neither one of these teams is going anywhere. Chicago's a three point favorite at home. They've been playing well lately. They have been. Uh, I'll roll Chicago here. Haven't done that very many times this year. Vegas at Indiana or Indianapolis. Um, Raiders won in Kansas City this week. They're seven and eight. The Chiefs are falling apart. I think Uh, the Colts are eight and seven. Need a win here. Three point favorite. Las Vegas got their touchdowns on defensive touchdowns. Back-to-back snaps, by the way, in case you missed that. Ah, <laughs> uh, Patrick. I've, I've never seen that done in NFL history. Um, Colts do need a win. So do the Raiders. That's, that's a tough one. I'm going to go Indy. Give me the home team. Homer. You're a homer. <laughs> Carolina at Jacksonville. Jags need a bounce back here. They're uh, probably going to get it, but by how much? They're seven-point favorites. I think they get it done by that. Rams at the Giants. Rams are going to make the playoffs if they win these, probably one of these last two. Well, they might have to win them both. Uh, the Giants are out of it. The Vinny, whatever, Testaverde, I don't know this guy's name. Who's, Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito, his, uh, his courtship is over. Tyrod Taylor will get the start for the Giants this week. Rams are six on the road. It, this one comes down to me just believing in Tyrod Taylor more than Tommy DeVito. So I'm going to roll with the Giants. Okay. Arizona's three and twelve. They stink. Philadelphia is eleven and four, but they've been a 
just a okay eleven and four. Is that fair? Yeah, that's, that sounds crazy Absolutely, to say that. You know, but they're ten and a half at home here. I think Phillies do for a breakout. Give me them with the ten and a half. Yeah, they're going to be part of the six pack. I don't think there's any question about that. New Orleans at Tampa Bay. This is a huge divisional game. Believe it or not, because uh, Saints are seven and eight. Buccaneers are eight and seven. Buccaneers can get a huge leg up and win the division. With a win here at home, they're three-point favorites. I think the Buccaneers do end up winning the division, so they get it done this week. San Francisco at Washington. 49ers are mad from last week. Washington stinks. Niners on the road, 13 and a half. I'm going to pick Washington for one simple thing, and it goes down to quarterback play. They are going to throw in Jacoby Brissett. Yes, they are. Who has had a lot of NFL experience, so I'll take them with the 13 and a half. And he's been good the last couple of times out. Yep. Uh, late games on Sunday, Pittsburgh at Seattle, both teams eight and seven. Your Steelers could still finish under 500 for the first time in Mike Tomlin's career. Yeah. Big game for both teams here. Seattle's three and a half. Oh, that hook got me. I was going to go Seattle, but that hook got me. Give me Pittsburgh three and a half. And do not expect a repeat performance from Mason Rudolph. It was <laughs> it was Christmas weekend. The he dude's last name is Rudolph. He had to perform big on Christmas weekend. He was great. No two ways about it. Cincinnati still in the hunt here at eight and seven at the Chiefs. I don't know what to think about the Chiefs anymore. Mm-mm. I bet them again last week. They're nine and six. Um, Taylor Swift can't save them. Those she, guys she's can't, hurting them. Those guys can't catch a football. Um, I don't know. Can't they're still a seven point favorite. I'm going to take them with the seven points, too. and I mean, eventually I'll stop doing it because it hasn't paid off all that often thus far. But, yeah, give me the Chiefs. The Jake seven. Browning came down to earth against the Steelers. He did. Uh, Chargers at Denver. We told you earlier, Russell Wilson being benched, a uh, a healthy scratch. Jarrett Stidham will get the start. It's a contract issue that the Broncos are trying to save money here and the Denver's trying to make it to the playoffs. Denver five and a half. That's probably going to change, but uh, you can get uh, the Chargers plus five and a half right now if you want to. Yeah, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Jared Stidham versus Easton Stick. Man, that'll be a Who good. Who saw time. that coming? Uh, and Sunday night game, NFC North Division, Green Bay and Minnesota. Both teams seven and eight. Detroit has clinched that division. Um, so whoever wins this game, I guess will will technically be alive in the playoff hunt here. Minnesota at home, two-point favorite. I'm going to roll with the Vikings. I don't know who's quarterback in the Vikings. Still Mullins, right? Is it Mullins? Yeah. Yeah. He was terrible last week. I'm going to roll with him, despite him just losing T.J. Hawkinson for the year. By the way, uh, did T.J. Walker bring in this Brett Favre poster here? You shouldn't have even had to ask. And it's Brett Favre, and it says leadership at the top? Yeah. Really? Really? And he's not wearing Wranglers. I'm disappointed. Really? The guy that stole from the poor people of Mississippi to build his daughters a uh, volleyball court in a affluent school is a leader. Okay. I'm just asking. Why did he bring that in? Uh, He's decided. I know know he's he's a Packer fan. We needed some decor, he said. Well, hanging on the wall, which, sit it up which with the all the padding in those studios, not a lot of wall space for decorating. Does he not have any O.J. Simpson posters? <laughs> I'm just saying. Ed Peak will join me tomorrow. He just texted me. Hey, oh, 
We will uh, review the Holiday Bowl, Louisville and USC tonight. Give me the cards. Give me Virginia Tech. Give me West Virginia. And give me Texas A&M tonight. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X.